This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're on the train back on the way to the Boozer. And uh, to be quite honest with you, um, Brentford, three goals down at Brighton, Friday night, live on Sky, embarrassed ourselves quite massively. The bees weren't even the races today played some nice football at, at, at times but to be quite honest with you it wasn't really happening at all was it no I know I mean the nice football at times is a compliment to it all I mean a lot of respect to the uh, Brighton fans they've been really nice to us tonight but nice. I mean yeah <laughs> but thing is like we've gone on to Sky we've made them look people are going to be watching that game going oh yeah Brighton are actually alright to be honest we were just absolutely terrible I mean I hope they enjoyed their season we did last year but we're just awful at the moment I'm just glad that we're all in the knowledge that we go week in week out we support the club and we know we're going to be in the championship next season so it doesn't really matter but it's interesting you say oh we were awful we played we played Burnley two what, two or three weeks ago we played them on Sky and we were awful then I mean what the hell's going on well, you, well I'm not going to blame it on the Sky we've been we've been to our fair few games Bill and we know it's not working this season. We know there's a lot to work on. They did nothing in the January transfer window, which we actually all expected. They're saving it all for the summer. But I say to everybody, the boo boys that come down, that they were here last season and they're not seeing the same kind of thing. If we're a championship club for the next 10 seasons, I don't care. Yeah, but listen, you talk about the January window, but fuck the, I mean, sorry. I mean, yeah, listen, yeah, forget, the, forget the January language. window, sorry. But, you know, you get a bit passionate about these things and sometimes the expletives come out. January window comes. Forget the January window. We've got players out there who play for Brentford, who play for our team. You expect a bit of passion. And to be quite honest, we passed the ball around and we did some nice things. But, you know, we've been supporting this team for 20, 30 odd years. You expect a bit of passion. There was no passion against Burnley. And to be quite honest with you, it was a little bit limp today as well, wasn't it? It was. Uh, the 20, 30 years might be a bit far. I am still only in my 20s, Bill. Yes. But it's right. it, no, it was. But we're <laughs> go- I think we're going to see that this season. I don't mean they've got nothing to play for. We've got players thinking about where they're going to be next season. I think we've held on to Judge. We all thought it was going to be a massive, massive upper for us. And he just looked like we can't ride it on him all the time, but he didn't look good tonight. And thinking that he's thinking about European football in the summer, you'd expect him to step up. I mean, I think we look pretty good in the 
first two thirds, minus a few mistakes from the centre back who we all know his name is. But the the real problem is that people are starting to say a lot now is in that final third, what can we produce and we need a striker and I hate to say it but every week it's starting to look more and more like we're missing a player like Andre Gray. So Bryant fans in the house here today, congratulations here, you absolutely whipped our asses. At, you know, listen, you boys last season we came and we took you to the cleaners, but this season it's it's, it's reverse. It's like, you know, you've taken our clothes out, you've put it in the washing machine, wash, 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 it's come out and you've come out with the clean clothes, haven't you? Yeah, I think it's the competition on the bench that made the difference today because we had Sidwell on the bench, we had Loire Loire that's coming back. You know, everyone's like competition for places. We've won the last two games. We're three points from the top and you know this is going to be our season you know we've got a massive stadium you know everything is ready for the premiership and that's you know we're bang on listen you mean you listen you you were up there you were like properly like you hadn't lost a game for about 145 years at the beginning of the season you dipped off a little bit and a lot of people saying brighton you're not going to hold out but you're still holding your own aren't you yeah, well, you know, it's all down to Hewton and the signings that he makes in January to push this club forward. And I believe that that's what's going to happen, you know, and we're all ready for it. And, you know, it's great the signings that he's brought into the club, you know, established players, young players, you know, this Czech, um, Czech Republic guy, you know, I can't pronounce his name. Are you, but holding, are you holding your own? Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll be up there. Will you finish top two? Well, hopefully we'll go up and Crystal Palace will go down. No chance. Oh, it's me should be asking the questions here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but listen, look, look, yeah. listen, the Bright, look, the Bright boys are So, yeah. I mean, today, do you think that? I mean, obviously, Brentford, mm. you played last season, but and this season, do you think it's a little? Was it a little bit men against boys today? This game, what do you think? No, not at all. I was really impressed with um, Brentford, and I think they, you know, they played really, really well. And Stockdale in the 15 minutes did like, a world-class save. You know, it could have been either way. You know, but I think the passion that we've got and we're at the top, that was the difference today because Brentford, they haven't experienced the championship and what we have for the last few seasons. I mean, last season we, we had the passion and we had the play and we were like... But you haven't had the experience. No, we hadn't got the experience. No, but that's what I think the difference today is. We wanted it more than they did. Well, we wanted it more last season than you did. Yeah, but we're up there now, so I just think today it's momentum. That's a battle between you. And new signings as well. No, no, I hear that, man. Yeah. So fair, fair play to you anyway. Yeah. Can I ask, are you worried about like the money that you're splashing out now? If you finish, say, seven, no, no, do you no, want no. We've got a very good chairman, and he's always said that we always, we're not spending too much money. It's going to be in the fair play rules. We're not someone like QPR that spend millions of pounds. It's not them. No, but you're in. You're not you're in. No, no, but it's true. You know, like we, you know, the, the club is someone that likes to make money, and that's it, full stop. So I'm going to ask you because you had the dipper, but yep. now you've, you've won. You know, if you're back there again. I mean, we've got some big teams up there. You've got the Hull, you've got the, the, well, the Burnley, you've got yeah. the, the, the Derby County, yeah, you've yeah. got the, the we've gone, to, we've gone to all their stadiums and we've got results. And everyone says if you have a good run, sometimes you have a dip, but it's about how you come back as well. And often you do come back. And I believe. <coughs> If not, automatic promotion will be definitely in the playoffs. So, uh, match over, we're in the pub now. We've got bees, a lot of bees staying out in Brighton for the weekend because they thought we'd come down here and have a bit of an enjoyable time. And it looks like we need to take our mind off the game and just concentrate on the night out. Is that right? Yeah, most definitely. 
that performance was absolutely embarrassing. We didn't even look like scoring. I mean, like before we went 1-0 up, maybe we did look like scoring before then. But after that, as soon as the first goal goes in with Brentford lately, it's like the players all get their heads down. We've only got one goal in this team every single game. As soon as we go 1-0 down, the players just seem to give up the, the fight. And that's that's just embarrassing. I mean, that is embarrassing. And we've noticed that as well. We talked about the, the old days where we, we'd always like think in the 90th, 91st, 92nd, 93rd minute, yeah. we'd always score a goal. But we've noticed recently, there seems to be a slight lack of passion in the Brentford side. They might feel a little bit disrespected, us saying that, but we're fans, we've been to lots and lots of games, and something has changed in the ethos, and, and, the, and not the ethos, but the, the makeup of the team, and, and how resilient they are in games like this, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, the players that we've sold, Taki, Diagraga, Yotta. Yotta would create chances. Diagraga would break up play. Taki would make sure he didn't get through the back line. We haven't reinvested the money. All it seems to me like we're doing is we're funding FC Michelin's European adventure. It's absolutely embarrassing. I mean, I'd say that, and I'm just going to say, I'm, 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 just from the facts, I mean, the fact is that FC Michelin actually, I've got, I've got a quarter of what Brentford's budget on, so yeah. they're, they're actually playing a quarter on wages, what we're paying, so I don't think we're actually funding their budget. It's a different scenario. I've, personally, we need to know what's going to be happening with this money. For me, what's more important is how the money is going to be invested in the summer, because it's not a case of who we might get, it's who is a case of who we want to get, and we need to get them now, because yeah. we need to up the ante. But then, if we're up in the ante, why are we keeping Sam Saunders on a year contract? To me, he's not a player who's going to change things in, in the championship. Are you going to bring on Sam Saunders when you're 1-0 down to Middlesbrough and expect him to change the game? Are you going to bring on Sam Saunders when you're 1-0 down against Burnley away and expect him to change the game and create a chance to score a goal? It's not going to happen, is it? No, I mean, again, because I, 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 I don't run the team, I've got no idea, but I just think that, which interestingly, with Sam Saunders, um, there may be a manners thing going on. The guy's actually done his hip his hat and he's done a bit of respect and say, I want to play for Brentford, I'll carry on, whereas other players said they want to move on. Yeah. He's an old school player. He's, he's a player that understands what Brentford's about. And maybe like we did with Kev O'Connor, they just want to keep him about. And we haven't got the other players to fill in because they're obviously looking at next season. The thing is, and I keep saying this, is that we, we've got money in the pot. We need to deliver yeah, in the summer, yeah. right? And the fact is that it's, it's, it's rubbish for us because fans are paid 32 quid to see that nonsense today and we're all a bit peed off okay we're out here and having a bit of a laugh and having a drink but it's not really acceptable but what can you do if to be if, 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 if people think that our season has finished and they're going to try out our players I, I agree that we need to bring players who are in the side to give them t game time yeah. because we need to get squad players in the side you understand you understand what I'm saying yeah of course you? yeah the one thing that annoys me this season though is last year the players showed passion they would push every single man for the ball they would chase every single ball this year it just seems like nobody's bothered they're not chasing the ball they're just compact and sticking to their position what's that all about is that down to the manager or who's it down to maybe maybe it's down to the manager maybe it's down to the hierarchy the way Benham wants them to play but it, it's not effective if you give good teams like Brighton space they are going to punish you like we've seen tonight they have got good players today's game I know you're a very unhappy B aren't you we're not happy but we should enjoy it. we got beaten which is understandable because we need to re-sign in the summer and get our squad back to what it was 
Okay, we've got to re-sign in the summer. Let's come back, forget about the summer. Let's get back to now. Are Brentford, you know, are, are, are they good enough? We, we asked on the podcast this week, are Brentford stronger now after this window? I mean, what's your answer to that? I've been supporting for 15 years for Brentford, yeah? We've been to Barrow away, we've been to all the low lease grounds. If anyone moans at being where we are now, they are crazy. We were there at Barrow away. We were there at Grimsby, we were there everywhere. If anyone wants to moan at Brentford now, it's ridiculous. Okay, but yeah, and I understand that, and you shouldn't moan. However, today wasn't good enough, though, was it? Today wasn't great, and it, and it wasn't our finest performance, but if you see where we've come from, from League 2 to here, it's a huge step up in class. Okay, so, so, so listen, this season, we've still got a fair few games to go. We've got teams like Sheffield Wednesday, who, I mean, I was up at Wednesday a couple of weeks ago when they played Leeds. We did a little filming project up there. I thought Wednesday were average, but they had a goal scorer in them, like Opa. You know, we've seen Leeds and they were pretty average when they came down to us, but they nicked a draw. Birmingham City, I thought, were pretty, pretty average, but they're up there. You've got all these teams who are average, who are kind of doing better than us. It's a bit of a gutter, isn't it? I don't think it is, personally. I think it is. We need to compete with the financial backing of all them clubs. We are what we are. We have our budget and we do very, very, very well for what we do in our league. So... You're happy with how things are going? Personally, I'm very happy because we can't compete with the muscle weights. Matthew Benham has done a fantastic, fantastic job of doing what he has done. He's a loyal fan. He does, he's, he's changed his club from, a, from a, a club that no one wants to a club that someone wants. Okay, but I'm going to say this, he wants to go up. So it's interesting, you're saying we can't keep competing with him lot. But it's 100% that he wants to go up to the Premier League and the club wants to go up, they've said it. So we, we're going to have to compete with them. So how do we do that? We will compete eventually, but the, the FFP fair play is not going to do us any good. But Benham knows exactly what he's doing. He is an ultimate Brentford fan till he dies. He knows exactly what he's doing. Again, we're in the pub here, more, more bees, and we're going to chat about, you know, more bees, slightly despondent bees and slightly resigned bees to exactly uh, where we are. And I think this really rubs at home that Brentford are where they are. I mean, today, whatever you may say, um, it, it wasn't acceptable. And, and I, I'm just wondering what Dean Smith is saying to his team. Is, uh, is he saying it's my fault? Is it saying it's your fault? Is he just saying we're not good enough? Because today, yeah, we played some nice football here and there, but we just made some fundamental errors and we fluffed it, didn't we? Yeah, we've been, we've seen this a lot over the last two seasons, you know, um, giving simple goals away. The main thing that I'm seeing this season, though, is um, just lack of a cutting edge, lack of a kind of thrust and... I think that is the big missing piece in our jigsaw at the minute. I don't know what the answer is because we've kind of missed the window, but there is going forward, we play some absolutely brilliant stuff. We can go round teams, play pretty triangles, go side to side and back round the other side and try that way. But we will get muscled off the ball going forward. The ball will break down. We'll get hit on the counter-attack. And teams, I think, just know how to play against us. Maybe it's second season syndrome. Maybe teams have worked us out. 
I just wish we would have bought someone with a bit more cutting edge in a transfer window to, you know, maybe bang in a couple of goals for us. Well, it's interesting you say that teams worked us out. I mean, the thing is that people keep forgetting at the back end of the season, we had an all right back end of the season, but we sort of crawled over the finish line and we said, you know, February, March last season that a lot of teams had actually worked us out. Yes, we played some good football, but also, you know, Huddersfield, we played great football, Bournemouth, we played great football, but other scenarios, like, you know, we were kind of like struggling, we were kind of hanging on in there, and teams had, had worked us out, so all of a sudden Brentford has got to reinvent themselves, and we talked about it on the podcast this week, do we have to reinvent ourselves on the pitch, as well as off the pitch, the way that we do business, the way that we bring transfers in, the way that we bring players in, we've missed out on a load of players, or a few players that we should have got maybe, and is that because they just wanted to go elsewhere or is it just because that you know Brentford needs to have a different approach now to get players I mean we just we need to reinvent ourselves all over the place don't we yeah a little bit you know new manager coming in look Dean we all give him time we've got to give him a chance he's come in off the Carsley bounce we've won a few games off that but actually the form for a while now has not been great Let's get behind him, let's get behind the team, let's give him a chance, let's push on. There's nothing else we can do to the end of the season. Um, in a way, we've got nothing to lose. Let's try a few things out, let's throw a few players in there, let's see how Lewis McLeod gets on, let's see how Fibe gets on for the rest of the season. And then let's look to rebuild for next season. It sounds cliche, but let's look to rebuild for next season, I think. I'm a bit disappoint- disappointed after tonight. I really thought we'd come down here and show a bit more. Um, we only played this Brighton lot. Um, six weeks ago whatever it was uh, Boxing Day back at our place it's close and we, we pissed all over them to be honest with me. excuse my French um, but today we look like a completely different team with no real no real penetration about us I probably shouldn't use the word penetration in Brighton too much might get some funny looks yes yeah lot. I mean we've been talking a lot about our end of season party as we laughed and a lot of people it's funny we come on the train today and uh, I spoke to one guy and he said oh, I was really disappointed you know because I, I listened to your podcast on the train on the way down and, and I heard it was an end of season party and I didn't think it was the end of season I thought that's wrong because I paid 32 quid to come to Brighton and I don't think it's the end of season party but listen we've got to be realistic about it we're not saying it's the end of the season but look we're not going up we're probably not going down so in that respect it's our end of season party so we've got to just as it is blood these players in and see how it goes and today as a blooding in the players experiment it didn't go particularly well did it no um, I think uh, I mean today was we played decent football in the middle third of the pitch and we controlled the game in the middle third of the pitch Um, but we were um, at the back we we struggled I thought Brighton were clinical and um, and at the front we showed no we were the opposite to Brighton, I suppose, in the front, you know, in the um, in the third of the pitch nearest the goal, nearest their goal. So, is the season over? Um, I, I don't know whether the guy that was saying the season was over was looking forwards or looking over his shoulder. Um, we've just got to make sure that we... Um, I don't know if keep plugging away is the right thing. I mean, probably not. At the moment, what we lack is, is um, yeah, that penetration word. And um, Fibe up front... Um, has worked at times this season but only when the three playing behind him uh, are looking likely to score and to be fair I don't really think anyone did today we the, the football we played around around their box was balls never came off you know there was that point where um, Swift played in Swift beat a couple of players played into V-Bay 
Vibe played it to where he thought Swift was going to be. Swift was nowhere near it, probably because Swift slowed down and also because it was a poor ball by Vibe. And, and they're the sort of things we do need to come off if we're going to get anything out of these games and play football like this. Um, so, yeah, I, I, at the moment I'm a bit lost for words as to where we go from here. Um, but hopefully something will click. So today's game, I mean, you, I know you're majorly disappointed and you think that the Bees, I say could have done better, but there's, there's something not quite clicking with the Bees, is there? I think to be, we've, we've got uh, two or three quality players out there, although Judge didn't seem to play very well today. Button didn't play very well today. But I, I think we're lacking a forward. I said earlier to uh, Dave, um, we're really, uh, in my opinion, we're really, really lacking an out-and-out striker. We, we really do need, if Judge doesn't turn up, unfortunately, it, it does appear to me that Brentford don't turn up. Um, one, unfortunately, as good as Judge is, one, one player doesn't make a, a team. So, I mean, the thing is, I know you're saying everyone's been banging on about striker, 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 we need a striker, we need a striker. It's interesting because, you know, like I said, we've been going to football for 30, 35, 20, 10, 15 years. We all know our game. People might say just because you're not paid to go to football. We, we do know our football, and football fans know what this is. It's interesting as well because we know like quite a few of, of the staff you know, that listen to this podcast and they listen to what the fans' views are, and you know, they can hear a lot of frustration now in this game and over the weeks about how the way that we play. If you compare it to even last season, the season before, you know, and there is definitely something mission seeing out front, obviously, you know, you could turn around and say there is no Andre Gray. Yes, we know that, but there's something missing. But also there's a slight passion thing missing. The thing that, you know, we used to be able to come back and we'd be one nil down and it'd be the 93rd minute of the game and we'd come back and we'd, we'd score a goal. And that seems to be missing from the team as well. And, and that's that's a little bit worrying, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think I think that is a little bit concerning that we we, we haven't we haven't replaced um, um, an ethos with another ethos. Yeah, we, we 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 seem to have we, weaker characters ever so slightly. Um, I, I, I think it's been evident um, that we we have needed a, a goal striker, um, and I think Jurisin has got potential. But I'm, not, I'm still not convinced we're using him in the right way. He's not getting the right service. I'm not saying he's the wrong player. I'm just saying he, he isn't getting the right service. And I, I hear what the, the man before said about um, Alan Judge. And, we're, and we're, without Alan Judge, we're probably um, down with the Bristol Cities and the Milton Keynes. But luckily, we have got him. So we're probably going to survive. We are going to survive. But how do we kick on from here? We do need to be more potent. And it's no secret that we, we, we do need a goal scorer. And it, unless we start using Juracin or Vibay in the right way, or we, 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 they're, the, they're the wrong players and they have to be moved on. And I, I really, I don't believe they're necessarily wrong, but we're, we're just not using them right. And I just want to see, I want to see those players be given the best chance to, to succeed. And it, it's not happening at the moment. It's not happening at the moment. Listen, we're going to sign off. This is the besotted pride of West London podcast. It's a Brighton on a Friday night. 
lots of bees there on a Friday night, and hopefully they're going to be well. They're obviously drowning their sorrows on the fact that the bees lost 3-0 to Brian, who came here, they picked our pockets, um, and they didn't even pick our pockets, they just came here and they just absolutely wiped the floor with us to a certain extent because they knew exactly what to do. They hit us on the break, we lost the ball, they hit us on the break, but hey-ho, this is how it goes. Brentford season is going to be very interesting over the next few months, you know, very interesting because over the next few months we need to do what we do, we've got to put our players out there and we're going to be matching against the best, the players that are going for the playoffs, we're going to be seeing what we can do and see if these players that we've got can really do the business. So it's going to be an interesting few months for us and you know for the fans that are going out there, you know, Sheffield uh, Wednesday on Saturday, we're playing, you know, we've got maybe 250 fans going up there paying 36 quid. They need to go out there and perform for us a lot that are going up there, so hopefully they will do that. We started Pride of West London podcast. Subscribe to us now. Subscribe to us on Audio Boom. Subscribe to us on our besotted Brentford YouTube channel and just subscribe everywhere. But listen, we might have lost today, but we're going to say that we are Brentford, we are the best, oh, so we're going to say, come on, come on, you guys! TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.